Hi, welcome to the ZP Vlog and Podcast. So we like to do this approximately 8am London time every week. We've gone a little bit late today and we also like to go live, but today it's recorded because we've got, um, there's lots of activity on the internet due to everyone trying to um, update on Fortnite. But let me go a little bit um, quicker this morning and just say that, you know, at ZP we like to put this news out. Something that we do every Monday is actually our Sense It All webinar. So this sent it all webinar this week was actually talking about doing nutrient measurements in the soil. So even though they were particularly interested in this question about um, pH, we could also talk about nutrients such as um, NPK, nitrate, phosphate, potassium, but also take it onto a urea and ammonium. So that was something that we did discuss in our sent it all um, webinar this week. Um, something else that's kind of related to soil. Soil is really a kind of um, heterogeneous sample. Um, you know, just within a square meter of soil, you know, you're going to find, you know, that the soil is not just some sort of um, homogenous, um, repeatable material. It's actually, you know, stones and gravel and, you know, different particulate sizes, maybe clays mixed in with something a bit sandier. So soil is very um, heterogeneous, which gives you complexity when sampling upon it, which is actually the same for chilies as well. So if a chili, you know, people are very interested in the kind of capsaicin measurements then actually you find that the capsaicin is um, prim primarily located in the ovaries, uh, which is kind of the white um, parts. If you split a chili in half, you're going to find some sort of central core to it. There's the white bits, and that's actually the ovaries, and that's where, where most of the capsaicin is actually contained. People sometimes think it's in the seeds, but it's not in the seeds. It's actually in the um, ovaries as well. Now, that's related to our food sense product, but it's interesting the way... Um, different markets very different applications have actually similar things you know that actually sampling in a meaningful way is actually just as tricky in a chili as it is in soil though actually to be fair i think soil is actually quite tough um something else that we do every week as well as we do do the um zp developer zone you know so if people have questions then we will answer those kind of questions in our um in our weekly webinars there was actually one today and there was one on thursday and I think that they're kind of useful because um, the webinars are kind of like a dialogue, really, with people because uh, people ask interesting questions. It makes you have interesting thoughts. And then, you know, we can kind of come back and have a bit of a conversation about it, which then struck me a little bit because going back to the chili conversation earlier on, like, you know, that most of the chili is actually in the ovaries on a chili. And when you dry it out, um, I like it when maths and theory kind of tie up with reality. So what I mean by that is... A chili is about 90% water. When you dry out a chili, the capsaicin concentration goes up by about 10x. And we've actually got the data to prove that as well. So that kind of comment earlier on about the um, heterogeneous nature of the sample, mostly being in the ovaries, then if you homogenize it and dry it out, you'll find out that actually overall everything goes up by about 10x, which is due to that you just lost 90% of the water content. Something that um, at ZP that happens quite a bit is people are quite interested in hearing our insights into markets um, and actually insights into markets so that they can actually build a business case. So we sort of realise, OK, well, we are actually writing business cases for um, for people. And I think one of our biggest kind of markets for writing business cases is actually writing business cases for um, universities, especially when they're looking for funding, that they need a business case in order to kind of justify that um, funding. So at ZP, we do do quite a lot of uh, effort into writing um, those um, business cases. 
So I suppose um, when I think about those business cases, I mean, that's why kind of you know, an example of aiding with a business case is when people are interested in going into the market of medical diagnostics, it's actually sometimes worth, um, first of all, going into the veterinary space. The C, um, the, the CE marking for veterinary devices is um, easier than trying to get regulatory approval for a medical diagnostic. With a medical diagnostic, you have sort of um, regulators. For a veterinary device, um, you may have to prove EMC, electromagnetic conformance, um, but you may not have to, though you need science to prove to the, you know, the end user that it actually works. The kind of regulatory rigor that you'd otherwise have to do for veterinary is less than, is less than um, human health or medical applications. So when writing a business plan, we can also bring in these kind of ideas about, you know, actual um, adjacent markets, but with a lower regulatory hurdle, so you can actually get something on the market. Something that came up, you know, this week, you know, we I've obviously discussed that we did a Sensi All webinar. We did a developer zone webinar. Um, we also did a webinar on chilies, and we were able to demonstrate that if people want to have a particular Scoville heat unit, SHU, then by having a low and a high chili blend, you can actually blend these two things together and actually come up with a whole range of different chilies. So that was a unique idea from ZP and something that we covered in our um, weekly food sense um, webinar. Now, something that we're particularly keen on is something called OEM, Original Equipment Manufacturer. So you have in business, you can have what's called legal manufacturers, people who um, essentially legally own a product. But you can have people who call OEMs, which are really contract manufacturers like ZP, where we would actually. So ZP has something called the Sensi All platform. So if somebody has an idea, it could be nutrient measurement in soil. It could be water quality measurements they have a unique idea, then they're actually looking for technology in order to exploit that idea. And at ZPUC, we have a lot of um, sensors already. We also have a lot of hardware. We have our sensor or platform when, if I could summarize it, sensor to API, measure it on the sensor, data goes to the cloud, make an API call application program interface, call upon that, and the data can end up in that person's cloud. So we do have a lot of OEM solutions, which is basically, we'll supply it to you, you'll rebrand it, you'll use it with your clients um, and will be your supply chain for that. That's something that we do cover um, quite a bit through our Sensi All platform. So don't forget that, you know, these webinars that we do, we did a, a big webinar this morning. We did it actually, we did it on um, potassium sensing and also glucose sensing. So these are some of the two older sensors that we have at ZP. Um, and I think there's a, they're two out of a range of 40 sensors at this point. But I sort of bring it up a little bit because we're going to uh, we did a webinar specifically on that this morning. But then there are um, more webinars going on tomorrow. We're going to do a webinar on measuring and um, the pH in soil and how the Sensi All um, platform can really be useful for that. So if I was to sort of summarize it, I think it's like at ZP, we have a deep sensor technology and we really try to make people lean and there's a principle called the kind of lean startup of how they can go from an idea to tangible products really quickly. And I think our Sensi All platform is a great example of that. And what's, I think, a little bit different about ZP is that we can really dig into the application and kind of not just be the kind of dumb sensor or the dumb manufacturing guys, but actually give some insight into how these things are going to work in the real world. So I think with that, if anyone's got any questions on ZP or want to reach out to ZP, there's a definitely a contact button on our websites and I would say please reach out to us. Okay, thanks very much.